Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to CarnivorousCreations.com. Remember Carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic, screen-accurate proton pack. Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. From the corner penthouse of Spoof Central, all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. You know, they told me you people were conceited douchebags. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. A, a really good after hours podcast where we just record everything we say before we start podcasting right? and, <laughs> and just throw it together not even just like in the minutes before but like our entire day before yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like i feel like there'd be some good insight into uh into our world <laughs> to something. Yeah, something. that's um, what we were saying when we uh when we drove down to uh was it Warner Robbins to see Jake the other night? Do we want to I, tell that story? Are we story? telling that story? I wanted uh, a camera. Oh, I want to know. Just the progression of our night. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes Have Some Podcast, episode 86. My name is Craig Goldberg. This is a very special episode, folks. Happy two-year anniversary. That's right. It's the second birthday. Happy anniversary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah. You guys get a cake? Uh, we didn't. Oh. Wait. Okay. We well, did this weekend. We had some cake. I ate some Doritos is, from the gas station mm-hmm. earlier. I had a banana. Jake, what did you a, eat? I got a coffee. Here we go. I had some coffee as well. Some of our best episodes start with 20 minutes of us talking about snacks. Snack talk. <laughs> um, Jake, would you, go, would you get some uh, creamer? No, I'm just, I got a black coffee here. Mm. Wow. Dude, that's why, that's how they do it in Valdosta. Mm-hmm. That's how they do it. Um, yeah. I you feel, have to like carry your own little... <laughs> Uh, a th- little canister of uh, silk. I've gotten to, I've gotten to like where like there's some there's some places where I I like their coffee black, and my gas station is one of them. There okay. you go. Um, yeah, Jake, I noticed, and some of our listeners have noticed a complete lack of emergency vehicles driving by. Uh, yeah, during the episodes, are people mm-hmm. just doing better? Are people in Valdosta doing a lot? Valdosta's doing okay. Um, no it's sirens. Also. Yeah, I mean, it's because I'm recording in a different location. Okay. okay so yeah. Jake has left his original spot, and he's mm-hmm. now, like, in uh, a panic room. <laughs> yeah. Because it's very soft and quiet. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> You're welcome, I guess. So that's the progress we've made in two years. Before we started recording, <laughs> Abby and I have moved six feet backwards. Behind the, the couch. We're we behind... used to be on the couch. No, we're behind okay. the couch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Behind and the couch. Jake gotcha. is now in a secret location. Guys, 
we're doing pretty good. Yeah, we're doing good. Out there. Uh, <laughs> well, seriously, thank you uh, from the bottom of all of our hearts to all What's of that? our listeners. I just want to thank people. I want to thank. I want to thank you guys, Jake. Yeah. I want to thank you right now. Uh, you're welcome, dude. Before you came into my life, I would uh-huh. say things like, "Who's Jake?" And I don't know anybody. <laughs> I don't know anybody. And who does this guy think he is? Why does he look so cool? Have we ever told the story about? Yes. I think we've told GB that fans. about us. How we stalked yeah. you and your Slimer. Yeah. Yeah. Craig was like, I think this guy's going to be a Dragon Con this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've probably told it before, but for any of our new listeners, Jake, it was when you were building a Slimer to attach to your Proton Pack. Yeah. And uh, this is probably like 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. And you had posted about it on GB Fans, and I saw yeah. it. And I probably, in that same voice, said that to Abby. I think this guy's going to be at Dragon Con. <laughs> and then uh, we saw you. Yeah. And right. Abby was like, there's the guy from the internet. And I was like, I don't know anybody named Jake. And we walked right by. Uh, and then years later, we all went on vacations like every day. Every day. <laughs> and that's the story of how we met. What a yeah. cool story. What a good story. I feel like I left out a couple couple things. That's a good story. Yeah. No, but I remember the first time that the three of us did do like a solid hangout. Like we went out to maybe just go to like one or two stores and then we just kind of kept like, we want to go to another place. We, we go to Walmart? Go a couple more stores? Uh, kind of kept like going all day. I feel, so Jake came up this weekend um, mm-hmm. to celebrate our anniversary <laughs> and uh and he knocked on the door, and I was in the shower, and uh, he probably saw more of me than he was planning when I It's come pretty far. It's come, it's come far. It's, it's... You guys did a little anniversary <laughs> gift exchange? Yeah. <laughs> it's the, uh... I was like, you answered the door, and I was like, oh, Craig. My presence here. <laughs> I didn't know here. you felt this way. Yeah. It was like uh, 50 shades of loose gray towel. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that's got to be better than anything yeah well we've right. all seen each other in our most intimate moments yeah i don't know if that's we've true we've all seen some things we've all seen some sure. things uh <laughs> and why i'm talking about this right now is that's right yes have some we want to see you send <laughs> yes. send your nudes in your Where towel uh no. no please for the don't. love of please God. don't do that please don't I'm not gonna unless you're like a hot babe yeah <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude. Uh, well, thank you everybody for joining us. This is our two year anniversary. We really, uh, we have a really good time doing this and we've had a lot of fun lately. We've got so much to cover tonight. Um, yeah. We just went to days of the dead. That's going to be coming up in our next episode. We're going to recap that. We were going to recap all of that now, right? We did some interviews. We had some fun. We met some people. We took some pictures and days of the dead has become one of my favorite, uh, conventions we go to every year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's also the one-year anniversary of the Linda Blair scare. Ooh, yeah, it the is. Blair incident. But we'll keep that for what was it the the Blair bitch project? Uh, yeah, Linda Blair. It. We may have said that. <laughs> uh, Linda Blair Underwood. That's just something. Uh, is that an actor? Mm. <laughs> Abby just shook her head. With you just got it. Mm-mm. Abby just shook her head. With mm-mm. Mm-mm. no, stop. stop. It. So we'll be talking back about up. we'll be talking about days of the day. Better dead. back up. We were going to talk about it now. Yeah. But. I want to talk about it now. Guess what happened on Sunday? Okay. The Super Bowl. Yeah. The Muggle Bowl. That's what it was. That's what Chris Hardwick called it. Chris Hardwick called it the Muggle Bowl. Which I get it because we're all into Quidditch. So, you know, 
I know you are, Craig. What's more annoying, the people who watch the Super Bowl obsessively or the people who don't but then get on Facebook and say things like, oh, is there a sports ball on the TV tonight? Yeah, it's like I get that, but I saw people getting on and saying, I wish that the Super Bowl would end so that we could watch this new Cloverfield movie. Oh, my God. Which I I was like, I totally agree with that sentiment. So cool. The Super Bowl happened. There was a ton of new trailers. We got a lot of ground to cover. Um, One thing I did want to mention real quick, I read this earlier. I don't know if you saw this, Jake. Ghostbusters star Leslie Jones is in Atlanta right now. She's filming a television show. Oh, great. That show is going to do well. That's cool. uh, the oh god damn it she uh uh she went to eat at the Atlanta fish market it's like a restaurant yeah mm-hmm. and apparently she got bad service and the manager was snarky towards her mm. and she tweeted about it she oh. is not happy oh. and uh, cool. it was on the news that made the wow. news like Very our country cool. is falling apart there was literally tornado warnings this morning and Leslie Jones got really bad service at the fish market. <laughs> So, well, so, you know, I've never been there, so I'm not going to make a judgment call. I mean, I don't even think I would eat at a place called Fish Market. What do you guys think? Yeah. I don't think Jake would at all. I definitely would not. So, yeah. It's got like a giant fish statue out front. I know that. I've driven past it. I like statues. It's a a pretty cool statue. Uh, I don't love fish, though, so I've never frequented it. But, yeah, isn't Leslie Jones, like, headed to the Olympics, the Winter Olympics? She's, like, a huge Yeah, fan. they're sending her to the Winter Olympics to do – she did that last time. She's, like, an energetic commentator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, gotcha. It would cool. be funny if, uh, like – It was somebody else. <laughs> no, it would be funny if, uh, uh, like, one of the skiers crashed – and he's just like on the ground and his limbs are broken. And she just walked up. She's like, why y'all like this? I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But listen, before we move on mm-hmm. to uh, Jake, you like that one? <laughs> Did you guys see the cover of um, of one of the one of the new Ghostbuster comics that's coming out is like Patty reading books? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, oh, cool. This is the issue of like the backstory of why she knows New York. Yeah, yeah. she learns about New York in this. Uh, mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. What if, yeah, it's, what if her whole thing is she's like, she's like, I really know New York. And she's like, the Statue of Liberty's here. <laughs> so are the Knicks. <laughs> um, I was There's talking- a Sabaro. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. We've been to the Sabaro in Times Square, not bragging. Um, <laughs> we closed him down once, I remember. I. Uh, I will say this. I feel like that Patty in Answer the Call was one of the most mismanaged characters I've ever seen in a movie. Uh, there's a lot of head scratching. But listen, it's our two year anniversary. Do you really want to go down the Answer the Call route right now? <laughs> no. Is that what no, it's been four years? I'm, I'm not going to We got more stuff. To, we got more stuff to talk about. We got about. a lot to talk about. So before it's we get to um, the fuck budget and the trailers and. Oh my god, Cloverfield Paradox. Mm-hmm. What is it called? The Cloverfield, yeah, the Cloverfield Paradox. Paradox. Fun fact, the original working title for Back to the Future 2 and 3 was Paradox. Mm. Is there a connection? We're going to talk about it. We'll see. Um, thank you to our guest last week. Paul yeah. Francis yeah. Chronicle yep. Collectibles. Mm-hmm. Dude was cool. He was a cool guy. We talked for like two hours. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah. funny because he did reveal a lot about like upcoming products, uh, some of the new statues coming out, the one-fourth grant malcolm the sick trike mm-hmm. all that stuff mm-hmm. and people had been asking about it on chronicle this week on their social media platforms and they pointed uh they pointed them to us they're like hey 
check out Yes Have Some for the latest. Yeah, they're like, we already did that work. Go listen to us. Yeah, I was scrolling through my Instagram feed. I saw them, like, I saw our uh, ad for this episode, the last episode pop up. I was like, dude, dude. You think, I mean. I was actually kind of mad, though, because, like, I wanted more details, and it was like, go listen to Yes Have Some podcast. I was like, fuck. (laughs) You're like, all right. I I don't have two hours. You go back and you start listening to it. Like, who's this guy? This is interesting. Who's this nasally Jew? (laughs) Uh, that girl's this guy cute. sounds like such a Jew. This guy sounds like such a nasally Jew. And who's that other guy? I don't know anybody named Jake. Who's that girl? I like I like her. Uh, <laughs> y'all better stop. All right, Jake. What's up, man? Um, no, dude. Like, so I, I know we didn't. I know some of our. I just want to hit this really quick before we get on with our stuff. Mm-hmm. We we did talk with Chronicle, and I know some people are wondering. And I've had a couple people message me or talk to me and they're like, hey, how did you not just like yell at that guy? Um, Dude, people I who, actually wonder that about you with every human being. With everything, you're just like, Jake's going to yell at this guy. <laughs> Sir, what would you like for dinner? Jake's about to yell at this guy. <laughs> yeah. Don't take him um, to the fish market. Don't what tell him we don't don't tell him they don't have the impossible burger. Oh, um, my uh, I just wanted to hit the Chronicle thing because like, you know, we talked about. I mean, I own the breakout T-Rex. Oh, people who listen to our show, they know that. They know what happened. They know about the paint job. And <clears throat> I didn't want to, like, just bring that out and talk and, you know, bring the guy on the show and then be like, hey, what's up with your fucking paint jobs? But yeah, You didn't want to put he, him on the spot. I didn't want to put him on the spot. And, you know, um, he kind of got me wanting to buy another Chronicle piece. Like, mm-hmm. I, I sit here, you know, and I, I do have issues with my paint job. But he kind of addressed the fact that they had some problems and they switched over, you know, factories or companies or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of want to give him another chance. I'm a little like I've been a little stressed out about it. I, I I like the sculpts of everything. They're putting out so many cool looking things. There's the fucking sick triceratops. I think I'm going to like pull the trigger and, and maybe get a smaller piece and and see how it looks. I yeah. want I want to give these guys another chance and, I, and like he was he was super cool to talk to, yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, I, I, that, just, uh, I want that to buy prop more. Museum mentioned that didn't hurt at all. I'm sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Hey, I check it out. He, I, I'll invest. Yeah. Here's the thing. I mean, you can't deny that as far as like high end Jurassic Park collectibles, like Chronicle, they are putting out the top of the line stuff. Yeah. And he was pretty forthcoming. He said, "Look." There's been times in the past where you have your prototype and you do it in-house and it looks amazing and then they get sent off to the factories for, you know, painting and everything else and it's a little bit out of your hands. And Mm -hmm. when you have a smaller company, even though Chronicle has all these giant licenses, Jake, we talked about it, they they only have six or seven people work there. It's a small operation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. he said his wife, like, works with him and does all of that. Jake's like, did your wife do the paint job? Is that what happened? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But no, he he had, like, quality control. He he made it really, uh, here's the fact. They can't, any company can't afford to put out less than great products because then people stop buying them. Mm -hmm. So um, he was super cool, really great guy to talk to. We talked a lot about movies the current state of like special effects and mm-hmm. how, uh, you know, how it's not that easy for a small company to deal with these giant movie studios and also she loves Armageddon. God, and, like the last Armageddon. Jedi, which mm-hmm. yeah. did yeah, we like, talk about alien covenant at all? Did you like oh, that? I wish we had hit that. I don't know. 
but anyways, we talked a lot about James Cameron. Um, but yeah, Jake, I agree with you, man. We, you know, when you buy a product, you want it to be, uh, you sell out a lot of money. You want it to be good. Yeah. But got to give them another chance. Mm-hmm. Got to do it. I mean, I've been, it's just going to happen. Linda Blair, though. No. <laughs> no. Linda Blair. <laughs> no more chances. You. No more chances. <laughs> hey, you're going to order Sorry, the Malcolm girl. statue. He's going to have a red shirt on you. What the fuck? <laughs> Like a a Hawaiian shirt, like Nedry's yeah. shirt. They they just mixed them up, yeah. Yeah. Um. Speaking of that, and I, I we got a lot to cover, so I do want to get to our uh, our main topics here. But there was some uh, convention announcements this week. Oh God, there oh. was, wasn't there? They got us uh, a flutter, a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Abigail, they got us something. Jeff finds a way. Jeff is finding a way. How mm-hmm. do you feel about the fact that Jeff Goldblum? is doing, like, four conventions, one of them Megacon in Orlando, which Dude, we're going to be attending. I feel, my heart is a Twitter and a flutter, because... That's what that's that's what I asked you if Dude, it was happening. Yeah, I know, that's crazy. Um, and exciting, because, I mean, A, I've never seen him at a convention. Um, B, he's, like, a big actor. He's done a lot of stuff, especially recently. Um, and I'm excited to see him in Fallen Kingdom, and it's just, it's going to be really cool to be in person. I don't know how much that, uh, like, the photo autograph package is going to cost i'm imagining it's going to be yeah but you know i think you know i had i I had someone else i was talking to ask you know what what i thought the the price of the photo op was going to be and you know what my answer was Hmm. it doesn't matter it's going to be worth it yeah doesn't matter it's jeff goldblum yeah Yeah, spray no expense my the bigger (laughs) stress to me is like what do you get him to sign yeah right i'm gonna get him to sign abby Glass of water. Yeah. Just a, glass, a small glass cup of water. <laughs> just my hand. I'd be like, will you just hold my hand for a little while? He'll be like, Talk yes, about the kids, kids. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is an A-list actor. He obviously is known for Jurassic Park, Independence Day. He was in Thor Ragnarok, a million other things. You guys yeah. ever seen that movie, uh, Nine Months? He's in that? No. Uh, the Fly? The guy's the Fly. Been, but amazing. He, he's achieved that Bill Murray level of like Hollywood mystique where like everybody wants to go hang out with Jeff Goldblum. He's like a legend. Yeah. He's a legend. He seems less cranky than Bill Murray. For sure. Definitely. And the fact that he's doing these conventions is really cool. Now, um, this is part of the fan expo, uh, family. So there's like, they do fan expo Calgary and Dallas and they do Megacon. They are doing these Back to the Future reunions in Dallas and Calgary. Nothing yet for Orlando, but they've got Michael J. Fox, Leah Thompson, Tom Wilson, and Lloyd. For Lloyd, yes, I was. I was like, it's not Crispin Glover. Don't say Crispin Glover. <laughs> um, and they're doing like these VIP like meet and greets, mm-hmm. and the Michael J. Fox autograph is one seventy five. I would assume Jeff Goldblum is probably less than that. And also Michael J. Fox, because of you know his health and mm-hmm. right. things of that nature, he doesn't do a lot of these types yeah, of Yeah, it's a little more sought after. Yeah. Um, rare, all but that. for 1000 bucks, you get all the photo ops, all the autographs, and gold star seating for the Q&A panel. All that's so things, much money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. But are you a real fan? But are you a real fan? I am. I love Back to the Future. I've had this... Uh, this back and forth for a long time of whether or not Back to the Future is actually my favorite movie. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. That that's that's the kind of favorite movie that if somebody was like, you know, if, if you if if you ask somebody what their favorite movie was and they said back, that, there's no there's no arguing that. Right. Yeah, no disrespect. There's no like there's no like oh well that's you know that's not what I would say. That's like a person a 
perfectly reasonable answer. Yeah. yeah now, if two. you ask somebody what their favorite movie is and they say National Treasure. Then the conversation. Then we need end. to talk. Yeah. yeah. Then you're like, okay, <laughs> this is a guy I want to party then with. Then we're talking. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, we'll, uh, we'll keep you guys updated on pricing and photo ops. And, Jake, I agree. What do you get signed by Jeff Goldblum? I don't know, but I I hope uh, Froggy Photos isn't doing the photo op. Oh, oh dude, <laughs> it's gonna be bad. Well, mainly because um, you know I wouldn't be surprised if it was Froggy because a lot of the times they use uh, frogs to fill in the DNA <laughs> gap. And, that was pretty good. That was um, a good one. Sometimes so African frogs have been known to change gender, and we don't mm-hmm. want you know that's that's no. like a whole no. can of worms. Mm. <laughs> All the dinosaurs are women. <laughs> That's my. That's that your I want a Jurassic Park shirt with Jurassic Park font that says all of the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are women. <laughs> it makes no sense, <laughs> but I love it. I love it too. You guys ready to move on to this fuck budget? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck, 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 mother, mother, fuck, mother, mother, fuck, fuck. I don't give a fuck. We'll do it live. Fuck it. So we're calling this the Super Bowl fuck budget. Or the Super Bowl of Fuck Budget, because, let's face it, John, your cable messaged me the other day and said, hey, are you guys programming the commercials yeah. for the Super Bowl? <laughs> Dude, it was very yes It felt that way, didn't it? Yeah. It was like, cool, Han Solo trailer, cool, Jurassic World trailer. Oh, the new Cloverfield comes out tonight. Surprise! <laughs> Secret sequel. Yeah. God. Dude, it was a special night. It like, was. I yeah. honestly, I couldn't believe it was happening while it was happening. Yeah, I was waiting for them to be like, guys, Gremlins 3 comes out on Hulu after the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would have been good. Um, listen, we've talked about secret sequels a lot. We're going to be talking about Cloverfield more in depth a little bit later in today's episode. But right now, it's time for the Yes Have Some Fuck budget. This is the, fun, the fun segment mm-hmm. where we have five topics and you guys have to allocate your fucks how many fucks do you give for each topic you only have 10 total to give out of five topics so you gotta spend those fucks wisely new shirt idea spend your fucks wisely okay (laughs) we're gonna make this trailer centric because there was a bunch of new trailers that came out we're not even gonna cover all the trailers just the uh the important ones yeah listen does anybody tune into yes have some to hear about mission impossible or skyscraper God, I Probably hope not, not, because I'm not prepared to talk about either. That's my new spinoff podcast <laughs> where I talk about those movies called Yes, Have Craig. And it's just <laughs> me talking about how, like, The Rock is, you know, the next, I don't know, the ne- he's the next. Mm-hmm. That would be my wrestling name, The Next. I'm going to move on from that. So, our first trailer on the Yes, Have Some Fuck budget. This actually wasn't a Super Bowl trailer. This one was released just today. The first full trailer with the first footage of Deadpool 2 was released. Abigail Gardner, when it comes to the Deadpool 2 trailer, do you give a fuck? Yes, I do. I give one fuck, and originally I had two fucks allocated for this, um, but I took it down to one because I had to portion out to some other things that I decided I cared about more. Um, But yeah, no, Deadpool was a movie that surprised me when I saw it, and I really liked it. I think I saw it maybe twice in theaters when it first came out. Um, so I've been anticipating the follow-up to it, and um, this trailer was funny. Like, it, it wasn't a whole lot of footage from the movie, but it was enough. Um, the tone is, like, the exact same as the first one, like, extremely uh, sarcastic and, like, hilarious and, like, uh, irreverent. And I like the joke about, like, the green screen uh, use and, like, how the CGI wasn't there yet. Like, it's just... It's just 
fresh and like funny and i i really enjoyed the trailer and i think that um the image for the movie with like the flash dance like parody thing is like hilarious <laughs> and i just i like ryan reynolds and i laughed a lot in this trailer and i think it looks really good so i give it one <clears throat> fuck originally two right and i'm gonna chime in on all these normally i don't chime in as much on the fuck budget but I feel like this week it's a little special. Where you, or I'm giving you permission. Thank you. Craig gets to give a fuck. I'm going to give yeah. a fuck this week. Before I give a fuck, Jake, when it comes to this Deadpool trailer, how many fucks do you give? Yeah, so I had an issue with my fuck budget this week. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go I'm going to go ahead and tell you. Do you need to go to the doctor? Um, do you need to it, call someone? It does. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, like, Deadpool got zero fucks. Oh. Um, but it's not because. Issue, huh? But it's not because uh, I don't. I don't think well of it. It it, look, it does look funny. It looks great. And it's really cool to see um, some like new. It's, it's just fun to see some of these characters. I really liked the the best part about the first Deadpool to me was was the inclusion of a couple X-Men. It was it was just really fun to see Colossus be uh, the Colossus that, you know, is a little more familiar from the comics and the cartoon and stuff like that. So that was fun. And like, you know, Domino is in this and. I'm like, this is kind of like getting an X-rated X-Men movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it just X-rated, seems exciting. Huh? Cable, cable is um, X-rated. Did I say X-rated? You, you know, said X-rated. I, mean. I like R-rated. Uh, I'll watch an X-rated X-Men. Dude, um, I definitely would. Cable is Cable has always been a pretty cool character, and him and Deadpool's like they play. They've always played off each other very well because Cable is kind of a very serious. I'm from the future. You know, like. It, yeah. it works well, and uh, Cable, you know, has very strong ties to the X Men for people who who know. And it's just, it's exciting to see. It's I I, yeah. I don't I I can't give it a fuck, but I but I see but I do give fucks. Right, I future fucks will be given. Yeah. You secretly give a fuck. Uh, yeah. Josh Brolin as Cable looks awesome. Yeah, he looks really. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I really like the way they did the trailer because they didn't give that much away. And what what I like about the trailer, it's unique with Dead. It's very true to the Deadpool character. That's why I love the first movie is like, if you don't like Deadpool, you don't like it. But if you do, you'll probably like the movie because like, it's just Ryan Reynolds, like fully unhinged. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing in the trailer with like him playing with the action figures and like, just dude, that was the thing for me though. I didn't think I liked, I definitely didn't think I liked Ryan Reynolds and I didn't think I liked Deadpool going into the movie because like my, impression of Deadpool was like strictly from going to conventions and seeing like the dudes who dressed yeah. up as Deadpool and being kind of exactly. turned off by it being like, Wait a minute, um... I just stopped liking Deadpool thinking about that. Dude, because <laughs> well, he was, it was like the uh, Heath Ledger Joker for a while at conventions right. where it was like, everybody's doing it. And it's like, oh, you get to, Deadpool pops up everywhere so you get to do a mashup costume for everything. So I kind of was just, I wasn't like excited. I went into it like with a, a pretty cynical perspective and then I was really taken aback because I was like, whoa. I like Ryan Reynolds, and this is funny, and it was heartwarming and touching and moving, and it was just a well-done movie. So. Yeah. yeah, and it'll be interesting. Tim Miller did the first Deadpool, and obviously he was supposed to do the new one. He's not on it. He's going to be doing the new Terminator. So, uh, But for, from what, what I'm seeing, like I, I suspect this is going to be a really fun movie. It's kind of where we are with superhero films these days. Like People take them seriously. They make a lot of money, and... Deadpool was the blueprint for what an R-rated, violent uh, Marvel movie can do. And then we got Logan. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give two fucks. 
Yeah. But I'm also not subscribing to like I get to do this differently than you guys. I get as many. You as can I want. Get, you can give as many fucks You're as the you banker. want. Right? I'm the banker. Okay. Yes, I'm holding. <laughs> we're playing Monopoly, and I'm sneaking. Is that legal? I'm sneaking hundred dollar bills, going. Yeah. I I didn't know where this money came from. Free parking for me. <laughs> You're cheating. Uh, Monopoly is stupid. Yeah, I okay. used to get in some big fights. Big fights? Oh yeah. That doesn't sound like you. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I don't hold up hold grudges. God, I wish life had flashbacks like in TV shows. <laughs> we just cut back to like forty. Me minutes. spilling Cheerios all over the Monopoly table because I'm mad. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, you guys ready for number two? Ready. Let's do it. Castle Rock. I just want to say that Castle Rock, Castle Rock, mm-hmm. Castle Rock, the new Hulu series based on Stephen King coming from J.J. Abrams. We don't know a whole lot about it other than it takes place in the fictional town of Castle Rock. It's loosely connected to various Stephen King properties. Jake, I have a feeling there's going to be some fucks here, but I don't want to spoil. I don't want to be a fuck budget. Spoiler. Well, you know, you're probably wrong. I gave it zero fucks. Uh, oh, I need. You're probably wrong. Craig, you're I need a little. Wrong. I need a little more. Uh, obviously, I'm excited to see this. Just it's Stephen King related, but it also is giving me like, um, uh, Once Upon a Time vibes, where it's like we might know some of these characters, but it's all completely. I don't know. It just it seems a little weird. But also, it's just like a. It was a super short teaser. It doesn't show us anything. Terry O'Quinn is in it, which uh, I guess like that on it that alone deserves a fuck but i gave it zero fucks terry o'quinn played john Locke in lost yeah yeah, yeah. i love yeah. seeing him pop up me too mm-hmm. okay so so jake's being a little stingy with his money this weekend yeah yeah it's because we just went to a convention yeah we <laughs> gave so many fucks this weekend by the way i did want to institute a new rule and this could be a t-shirt too mm-hmm. anytime more than five fucks is given to one topic that's called a fuck boner Okay. <laughs> All right. I just, to, I just want to say that. Okay. I think we can top that. <laughs> okay. Oh. Abigail Gardner, uh, you saw that Castle Rock trailer a couple I did. times. What'd I you did. Take? I gave it two fucks um, because I like Bill Skarsgård and I like Sissy Spacek and I like J.J. Abrams and I love Stephen King. And after listening to Jake kind of disparagingly talk about it just now, I'm kind of now feeling like I should maybe give less fucks, but I still give two fucks because – for all those reasons, for all those names, and for the fact that it's a it's a show that takes place in Stephen King's universe, I'm excited to watch it, and I'm hopeful. Um, but yeah, I guess now that now that I've listened to Jake talk shit, I'm not sure. We'll see. No, well, come on, I didn't talk shit. Yeah, but you listen, did. Yeah, but you listen, did. Yeah, you but did. listen. You're stingy you with can, your fucks. You can give fucks to whatever you want, as many as you want. I told you, I had an issue with my fuck budget this week. I had an issue with it. I'm sorry. I had an issue. I get it. All will be revealed. I'm excited. I thought the trailer looked really interesting. So, yeah, I watched it. Um, I'm a little nervous because I haven't watched anything um, from the Steven Universe. (laughs) So, Um, what? (laughs) I've never seen an episode of that. I see those costumes. Yeah. Oh, is that not what this is? Yeah. Oh, it's different. It's a little different. So I joined this, this week's Fuck Budget specifically to make the worst jokes possible. <laughs> that joke? Um, <laughs> Good yeah, job. I'm not, I'm not Thanks gonna, for joining the Fuck Budget. We're taking all your fucks. I'm not going to give any um, F-bombs about uh, this one. Uh, but to me, like J.J. Abrams does, you know, we're all, are we J.J. Abrams fanboys? He hasn't done much I didn't like. I'm Like, we're like, 
sucking on the Cloverfield teats, mm-hmm. and we're like, um, I never saw that. What what was that TV show he did first, like Fringe or something like that? Was that him? Or? He did uh, Alias. Alias. Yeah. Alias. I've I never seen good that. Things. Guys, should we get into Alias? I think we should. Let's watch it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, new Alias podcast coming soon from Yes Have Some. Okay. Um, no, I think. Listen, Sissy Spacek. She was great in Bloodline. She was great in Carrie, and you know, probably like a hundred other things in between those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think it looks interesting. I don't have any real reason to be like doubtful other than it's a Hulu original series and it could just be like Jake said, like a once upon a time, just kind mm-hmm. of weird. Um, I hope it's not monster of the week. I hope it is serialized and uh, you know, it adds to the uh, Stephen King lore, but I guess we'll wait and see. Yeah. Uh, so zero fucks for me. Okay. All right. Copy that. Cool. Anything else before we move on, folks? That's it. All right. Number three. Mm -hmm. Avengers Infinity War. Not Infinity. Unfinity. Infinity. Avengers Infinity War. Uh This is the second trailer. This was a shorter spot. It was a Super Bowl TV spot. But showed us a little bit bit of new footage. A couple new shots of the Guardians. Jake, when it comes to this Infinity War trailer... I have a feeling I know where this is going. You know where this is going? I feel like yeah. I feel I feel like I know where this is going. Uh, <laughs> you you do know that these are you don't get any rollover fucks, right? You can't it's fine. use them for next week. All right, it's fine. How many fucks do you get? Zero. Man, Jake likes being withholding. Zero oh fucks. He's this trailer. Listen, this trailer wasn't. This was kind of the worst trailer of the night. It was. It seemed to be the shortest. There was nothing. Like, I mean, the only new footage was just people running around. And we've been watching these same Marvel characters just run in slow motion for 10 years at this point. Yeah, it's going to take a it forever to get where they're going. Nothing. It does nothing. That it just wasn't it wasn't that good of a teaser. I don't it was uh, I have nothing to say a, about it. I was a little bit surprised because I was thinking maybe they would do like another big Black Panther trailer, but I don't think that movie needs it because God, no. No, no. no. It's a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, and I have not met a human being in the last week that isn't like just Jazz completely as fuck fucking to go see it. pumped. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, it I'm great. stressed as fuck trying to get tickets the, to go see it. So yeah. This the end of the in, this Infinity War teaser, it's that like slow Thanos like turning and smiling towards the camera. Yeah. That's literally the how we see him the very first time we see him in Avengers, which came out years ago. It's like a slow smile towards the camera. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not exciting. It's yeah. Well, I think they're you know, they're gonna play it a little close to the vest. Uh but Abigail. Yeah, I mean, I think they know what they're doing. They're not gonna show us everything. I gave it one fuck because I mean Groot's in it and I guess he's you know, he's growing. He's growing up, and uh, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I want to see them in this movie, and I like to get excited about big, like, uh, like destination event type blockbuster movies, and this one is going to be kind of like everybody getting together, and I've mentioned it feels like the Olympics, so I'm excited to see. Hey, maybe Leslie Jones will be there. I hope she is. I hope she's doing commentary. Um, They're going to be slow motion running. She's going to be like, why y'all like this? <laughs> I agree with Jake, though. I don't think that we saw anything, like, really new or groundbreaking in this trailer. Yeah. It wasn't the best trailer yeah. ever, but I'm like, I don't know, man. We picked up those, uh, the Thanos, like, the gauntlets on clearance at Target with, like, the little jewel 
mining kit and like I liked that and can we know. can we point out that Hal realized that that is the wrong hand wait what yeah when when Hal was at the, was at the house and he was looking at it he's like yeah this is pretty cool it's the wrong hand though dude is that why it's on clearance and somebody like realized <laughs> way later probably in the mar- no guys in the MCU Thanos has two left hands oh okay yeah it's just canon oh dude um, I had no idea. That's a fun factoid. Uh, yeah. Also, if you find one in stores, you know, buy one and like send them to us. Yeah. I, I like them. We want to mine for some more jams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, more yeah, I, I'm going to give zero as well. I liked the first Avengers trailer, but with these, with the MCU movies, here's what I know. I'm getting three a year. I'm going to enjoy them. They're not going to change my life. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I can't wait yeah. for Captain Marvel. The new Ant-Man and the Wasp trailer was a lot of fun. Black Panther looks great. And, you know, I'm assuming some either Captain America or Tony Stark, someone's going to die in this movie and it's going to be a bummer. But what more can you say? Like, I, I, I that's all I can say. That's what more can you say? What that's, more, it. that's more. I'm that's having it. a conversation with myself. <laughs> um, as far as the trailer itself. Yeah, I didn't really. It was kind of unnecessary. And those Super Bowl spots are like millions and millions of dollars. I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That money could have gone towards. That's what I thought was cool about Deadpool yeah. because they didn't do a trailer. It, they did like uh, a live tweeting. Um, oh yeah. During the Super Bowl, like Deadpool's Twitter account was like just being hilarious. And so snarky. Like, yeah, I liked it. So snarky. Um, but you know, good for him. He had cancer. He's been through a lot. Yeah. It's true. It's a fighter. All right, guys. I think we've been kind of rushing through to get to the big two. <laughs> this is what the people want, right? Big two. Let's do it. We've been edging for. Skyscraper and uh, Mission Impossible dude, 10. Mission Impossible, <laughs> all my fucks. Um, listen, that's why there's six of those movies. The Mission's Impossible. Just stop trying. It so isn't, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen for you, Tom. Uh, cool. Right now, we are a couple of months away from Jurassic World fallen kingdom we got our second full trailer this trailer was much different than the first one a couple of the same clips but really i think tonally you're really getting a different feel for this movie Mm -hmm. than you did the first time abigail gardner Mm -hmm. when it comes to the jurassic world fallen kingdom trailer number two how many fucks do you give i gave three fucks to this trailer um, why did you give three fucks? Dude, because I needed to save my other three for the other thing that's coming up. But this <laughs> is definitely a really good trailer. Uh, we watched it together for the first time, which was exciting and special. Um, and like you said, the tone feels very different from uh, the last movie from Jurassic World. And I really like where Bryce Dallas Howard's character, Claire, is like progressing. Um, I like that she's, like, a dinosaur rights activist and that there's, like, the whole mission is to go back and save the dinosaurs. And, like, the voiceover and dialogue in the trailer was really interesting. Like, the, like, looking at dinosaurs for the first time kind of thing. And, like, it felt, it feels like a fresh perspective and it feels like the characters are going to be a little bit more interesting and important. And the scare level of, like, seeing the, um... Whatever that big dinosaur, the hybrid with the claw. I'm not sure, Jake. I'm sure you know. Indoraptor. Indoraptor. Dude, that shit was scary. Like, the bedroom scene. Um, mm-hmm. The scene with, like, all the fire, which we'd kind of seen with Claire and, like, the younger kid. Um, it just looks very 
terrifying in like a visceral way, like the original like Jurassic Park, which is cool. And I didn't see anything that I disliked about um, the trailer. It looks like a really exciting ride. And I mean, I'm I'm excited to say that I'm excited about it because I was so uh, like hit or miss on the on um, the uh, Jurassic World. It was a movie that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. So I'm excited to see the direction it's taking is is one that I want. So I'm pumped yeah, when, for it, man. When That's Jurassic World came out, you felt so strongly, so strongly. Yeah, I talk. I'm like Bill. What are we do talking. Uh, I just said I'm like Bill with no context. Just trust me. I'm like Bill. We get it. Uh, you felt very strongly. You even wrote like an essay mm-hmm. about your feelings yeah. of Jurassic World. Dude, I felt so conflicted because everyone that I had gone to see the movie with and that I considered like a close friend from like, you know, our you know, costume and Dragon Con community, they seemed really into it. And it was like also, it made so much money and like it was just such a big deal. Um, but there were things that I found about it that like irked me so bad that I got mad. So it was like a, like a dichotomy, like a real pull, an internal mm-hmm, struggle, conflict. So um, it felt good to like open up and talk about it. And right. I think that all led us to podcasting anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Thanks. It's a fuck struggle. Thanks, Claire. A fuggle. Yeah. It's a um, real fuck struggle. And then there's a muggle fuck. That's a mm-hmm. whole other thing. I'm, I'm a, I want to put out a, a, like a, um, a glossary of terms. Because <laughs> otherwise you're gonna listen to the uh, fuck budget and you're gonna be like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, here. Um, dude, yeah, let's put that out. Abby, dictionary of terms. Thank you for that information. Mm-hmm. And we, I want to go more in depth on these two trailers. Uh, Jacob Walsh. Yeah. When it comes to Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, mm-hmm. how many fucks do you give? Do you guys remember earlier in the fuck budget where I said I had an issue with my fuck budget? Yes, I, I remember this the is, issue. This is where my issue came from. Mm-hmm. I gave this movie ten fucks. <gasps> what? That is gave it, unheard gave it of. I didn't Jake, even care. Double, double fuck boner uh, budget. Uh, no. All the cat's heads just popped up from behind the couch. <laughs> Jake, so. I didn't want to mention it because I didn't think it would ever happen. That's a diamond fuck boner. Whoa. <laughs> now, I'm not sure about the, where does the boner come from? It's just if you give if you what about like a royal flush or something like that. No, it has to be something. The else. only thing higher the than a royal hand. flush is no. a double diamond fuck <laughs> boner. What about a full house? The whole hand. What? I don't really shake. You gotta give it the whole okay. hand. Okay, Abby's trying to make poker references. Yes, um, it has to be listen, something else. The fucks listen. need to be no. Here's the. I don't thing. know where the boner comes in. I mean, double, I do. I do know where it comes in, but <laughs> it's it's. You know when okay, you know when something's I just really, think we could work on it. No. Listen, you know when something's really great and you're like, Oh, that took me to Bonerville? Yeah. Oh. Or I say Boner Town. Boner Town USA. Yes. That's yeah. where I go. So yeah, if it, it means that Jake just laid out a double diamond fuck boner and it's really important <laughs> for him to tell us why. Jake, yes. You did? What was it like? Okay. Guys, it took us two years to get here. <laughs> two years? <laughs> Wow. It looks like we made it. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I gave it all of my fucks because not only – so, I mean, Jurassic Park, the original, is – you know, it's in my top three favorite movies of all time. And uh, Just for Jurassic, context, what are your other two? My <laughs> my other two are uh, Jaws and um, the Dark There Tower. Will Be Blood. Okay. Yeah, Dark Tower. Um no, so like Jurassic World came out, and I I enjoyed Jurassic World. I thought it was fun. I, it it wasn't perfect, but I knew from that very first Jurassic World trailer, like 
this isn't going to be Jurassic Park. This is something different. And I kind of braced myself for, for having, you know, almost all CGI being a little more silly. And I liked it. I I thought it was fine. Um, I was expecting Jurassic world two to be the exact same kind of thing. And um, the first trailer showed me that it was going to be the exact same kind of thing. But this trailer, like we, I probably more than you two complain about trailers a lot and about how it seems like the people who make trailers nowadays, just like it's their first, it's, it's all, it's all of their first job. <laughs> like no one's made a trailer. This is the first trailer. Every trailer I see is like, Oh, that must be the first trailer that person has ever cut. They also have probably never seen a movie before. That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And then this, this trailer came out and I was like, what the, f-? like this looks, this movie looks completely different from the last trailer. Um, it does look like a horror movie and uh, that's amazing. I want to see Jurassic Park just like be scary again. Like that's great. That That's the kind of stuff I like. Uh, I always thought, you know, maybe they should have kept Malcolm out of the first trailer and they, they keep him out of this. It's just, it looks good. It's scary. Yeah, Craig, you mentioned there's that one line where the kid's like, am I dead? And he's like, not yet, kid. And we were like, just the way he delivers that just like it made me think of Indiana Jones yeah. and, and it seems like, you know what? That line alone felt more like something out of star Wars than anything. in the next thing we're going to talk about. Yep. Uh, well, Get ready course, for Chris Pratt. About skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> it just, I don't know. It just, the trailer looked, it looked so much fun. It, it was kind of surprising because it looked so different from the last one. The dinosaur stuff all looks great. Uh, the new thing looks terrifying. Like the fact that it's like creeping in a girl's bedroom. Like, yeah, it just looks scary. It looks scary, and it looks like this movie is going to be a lot of fun. Terror so, on the home front. Yeah, it looks very, very scary. Yeah, um, I, I'll give it five fucks. I don't know how many I've left, but like it's um, which is a fuck boner. Just to let everybody know. Um, just, uh, just to just put that it. out there. I think the movie looks incredible, and that's not something I ever thought I was going to say about the sequel to Jurassic World. I think what you get out of this movie does kind of harken back to the first movie, which is a balance of a sense of wonder and a sense of sheer terror. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the whole message of, like, these are majestic creatures we were never supposed to interact with. How could you just let them die? Mm-hmm. And you, you, Jurassic Park is always going to tinker with the the notion of, should we be doing this and some, uh, you know, nefarious or up to no good character? Yeah, moral ramifications of yeah. like, yeah. Like, should we cage and like. Not only are we going to make new animals and new dinosaurs, we're going to combine them and genetically engineer them and invent super raptors and things like that. Um, Jake, I completely agree with you. I think Chris Pratt seems like he has more energy in this movie. He's probably mm-hmm. a better actor now than he was three years ago. Um, mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas Howard looks great. I bet her character from, from what, you know, they're doing a, the viral, uh, campaign now. Um, what is the website, Jake? Is it, it's like oh, dinosaur, same. the dinosaur protection group. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's really cool. It's like that. I like that. That's part. That seems like a little, like a fan fiction thing. Like I'm surprised to see something like fun and original like that in the movie. Um, just like so if you go to the website dinosaurprotectiongroup.com a it looks like a real website 
Yes. The, the picture with Bryce Dallas Howard and all the kids does not look. I, it looks like I a want real that event. shirt so bad. God, looks, I want that shirt. I spent I spent about an hour today looking to see if anybody has replicated those shirts yet. Wait, go back up, Ab, real quick. All the kids, yeah. like, oh, we need to Photoshop Jake in the background holding up his picture of a dinosaur. <laughs> Yes. Uh, we're gonna get on that. I'm um, going to do that. Yeah. Although, I don't know if we need to let Jake and his double diamond fuck boner anywhere near Bryce Dallas Howard. <laughs> oh uh, boy, she's she's beautiful. She's great. She's and you know what's funny? We're she's gonna be, dynamic and she's very talented. Also, as I've seen in other stuff. What did I done. say? She is. Yeah. Oh, I said she's beautiful. Yeah. And she's well, great. It's true, but she's um, yeah. And we're gonna be talking about her dad in a second, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so because he directed Skyscraper. This is a my favorite shot of the trailer is Chris Pratt dodging the T Rex uh, jaws coming down like in the back of that cage or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really good shots of Rexy. Got that roar, that blue popping in. You get the feeling that the bl- the volcano thing is going to happen in the first thirty minutes of the movie. Yeah, and they're going to mm-hmm. be coming off the island and. Well, yeah. Well, I, I think we talked about it bef- whenever the first trailer came out. There was um, there was an article by uh, I, I forget who's directing this one, but J. A. Boyano. Right, right. He he came out and said everything in that trailer for the first movie takes or for the first trailer takes place in the first half of the movie. He was like, "There's nothing from the midpoint of the movie in this trailer," because right. people were complaining, that like, "Oh, why like would they?" People. Yeah, people were complaining like, oh, they gave away, you know, the, the, the volcano thing. That's going to be the, you know, climax. And he's like, no, it's not. There's a yeah, whole, right. whole other half of the movie, which which I guarantee you is taking place in in this mansion with the with the Indoraptor. And yeah. that stuff's probably all from the second half. Yeah. The only thing yeah. I'm bummed about with this dinosaur protection group uh, website is that there's no merch. I know. Like, Dude, look- I looked. I looked. You know, they did last year when Jurassic or when Jurassic World came out. Uh, and it might even still be up like the Jurassic World website is set up like an actual website for the park. Like it, everything looks like the park. There's like all these pictures of people working and, yeah. you know, there's like a restaurant section. It looks like a theme park website and there is a merch section and that's where you get your Jurassic World merch. So I was like, man, they better have these fucking shirts for sale. Dude, I love that she went from like high powered uh, static clean-cut businesswoman to, like, super liberal vegans save the... Mm-hmm. It's like when you're a data girl for five years, and then she goes to college, and she comes back for Thanksgiving, and she's just different. Yeah. <laughs> like summer in season four of the OC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going deep. I'm going mm-hmm. super deep. I remember. Or in, uh, not, uh, in Son-in-Law. Yes. I actually okay. just described okay. the plot of Son-in-Law. Yeah. She doesn't come out back as super liberal vegan. She comes back as Polly Shore's, uh, mm-hmm. Wild yeah. child, uh-huh. Middle America, Middle America. Hey, that movie's yeah. good. It's, it's all, right. <laughs> all right, guys. Yeah. So Jurassic World looks fantastic. I think I'm going to avoid further trailers because they're just going to keep revealing stuff. And yeah, I um, agree. Yeah, I've seen enough at this point to want it and need it, be uh, excited about it. So and Abby, I, I, you touched on it earlier. The relationship between Owen and Blue. Mm-hmm. It's special. It's special. Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. And the fact that, like... That was my favorite stuff from Jurassic World, so I'm excited to see that. I've, I love Blue. And the fact that Blue is still being used to attack larger dinosaurs is fantastic. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, 
Now, where the franchise goes from here, I don't know. Are we eventually going to be seeing people with like pet raptors? Hope, hopefully, mm-hmm. maybe. That's what I'm hoping. I hope I'm one of them. <laughs> you hope you're a pet raptor. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. <laughs> well, we're, we're moving on to the last part of our fuck budget for the uh, uh, the Jurassic Park trailer park. Just wanted to say that it sounded so good in my head. Yeah. What happened? Sometimes it, it doesn't happen for pan you. Out. Sometimes. <laughs> You, sometimes you see a guy on GB fans, you think he's going to be great. Turns out he's... You get the drag con, the guy's ignoring you. Uh, anyway. Turns out he's Jake. Turns out it's just Jake. Turns out it's just me. Sorry. All right, here we go. Number five. Yes. The big reveal, the moment we've all been waiting for, the very first footage from Solo, a Star Wars story, mm-hmm. which has to be the worst title of a movie I've ever heard. Yep, probably. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for this footage. We're three or four months away from it being released. People were really starting to speculate that the movie had been through so much behind-the-scenes turmoil that it was going to be pushed back. But no, it's coming out in May on Memorial Day. There was a Super Bowl spot, and then there was the full trailer. We're just going to combine those because there was a lot of the same stuff. Jacob Walsh, when it comes yeah. to... <laughs> yeah. I think you already know the answer. I think I know where this is going. Zero fucks. All right. You don't have um, any left. I'm yeah. going to say, like, if Jurassic World's trailer wasn't so great and that just wasn't... Some of these other things would have gotten fucks. I would have given this a fuck. But um, I don't know, man. It it doesn't look awful to me. But there's also... it's. I still feel like there's not enough. It do, It definitely doesn't feel like I'm watching a Star Wars trailer. I don't get... I don't get those, like, Star Wars feelings bubbling up. I just like it's it says Star Wars on it. But I don't know, man. It just nothing nothing I, I I think he doesn't sound anything he doesn't look or sound anything like Harrison Ford to me. Which is weird. It's so yeah. weird. Like yeah. Craig, you pointed out you pointed out like it's not like he's playing a version of a character we've never seen. Like we've seen a young Han Solo before in you know, he's young when we meet him. They need to deep fake the shit out of this guy. So, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I watched that. Yeah. I don't know, man. It just I don't know. Like I, I need I need a I need another trailer where there's maybe a little more going on, maybe some more talking. Um, I'm I'm yeah, gonna go is, watch it. Yeah, but it's just is, not. It's still being considered a teaser trailer. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really reveal much of the plot. Like the only stuff that's been re- revealed from the plot is that. This is Han Solo's origin. How him he, and Chewie met, and like how him and Lando. Like, exactly. We. we we well before sorry. before I go on I'll, I'll I'll get Abby's input. Abby, how many fucks did you give? I gave all my fucks that I have left to give, which is three fucks okay. to this. Um, I've I have an investment level. Obviously, it's a Star Wars movie, which I care about. Um, yeah. I lo- I'm super into Donald Glover. Like I'm all about his shit right now, so I'm very excited to see him as Lando Calrissian. So um, I, I, he's going to be the best part. I believe. Yeah. I think he's going to be the best part of the movie, dude. Like his own little poster. You know, they had like the separate posters for each character. Mm-hmm. I really liked like his look and the colors of that. Like I'm, I'm all about that, and that gets me very excited. But there's some weird stuff in this trailer, and I don't know about uh, Alden. Uh, Aaron Reich, is that how you say his last name? I Who knows? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, dude, I'm just, I'm not warming to him. And I think it's because I do love Harrison Ford as Han Solo so much. And he is so iconic that introducing a new face into that role, it's 
it's a dangerous and it's weird it's just weird it's flat out weird you like that joke at the end of the trailer which first of all feels just like guardians of the galaxy that like to fly into a tentacle monster which is weird because the guardians of the galaxy is so hard like trying to be a new hope in so many ways so it's like a weird like meta thing Um, it's a circle yeah it's all it's a cycle but yeah dude that joke doesn't really land for me with uh when han solo's like you know uh, looking at like, oh, I'm not sure how we're gonna do this kind of a thing. Like, I, I don't even remember what he says, but I was just like, dude, this is not. I don't. It doesn't feel like the confidence and swagger that Harrison Ford brought to that role, and like I've said, the oozing machismo, like bravado that you get from Han Solo, which I am into. I don't get from this guy. And honestly, just seeing uh, Amelia Clark, who plays uh, the Khaleesi from Game of Thrones, who was also mm-hmm. in Terminator Genesis, and like, God, like that's just like. I'm, it frightens me to see her because I don't know. She, I'm not sure how much I like her outside of Game of Thrones, but she does keep the British accent, as you can hear in her little like one line in the trailer. So who knows? It could be okay. But is yeah. is the reason is the reason we don't know if we like her outside of Game of Thrones because the only thing we've seen her outside of Game of Thrones is was the worst Terminator film ever made. Yeah, probably. Well, I love her because I'm unsullied. I liked her. I, I've always liked her too, but I, I see the same. I have that same worry. Like she, she, that movie's awful, and it's like, but it's like everybody in that movie is kind of awful. So it makes, but there are good actors in that movie. So it makes but, you wonder if it's like. So he, so that's interesting though, because I don't know why we haven't talked about this yet. Part of the issue in that movie is that she's playing a young Sarah Connor. Right. We've already seen Linda Hamilton play a very iconic young Sarah Connor. And right. right off the bat, you're just at a disadvantage. Like for me, when I go into this movie, when I go into Han Solo, I'm going to give it the biggest, most optimistic, fair chance I can. Yeah. And if I walk out of it going, it's really hard for me to buy anybody as Han Solo, but Harrison Ford, having said that this guy did a great job and this was a really fun movie. That'll be that is, I think, the topic. It's not. No one's gonna walk out of this going, "Wow, now that's Han Solo." No one's saying that. That can't. Yeah. So I think you're automatically at a little bit of a disadvantage. Um, I think that you know we are all saying Donald Glover is gonna kill it as Lando, but also we don't know that. That's like, yeah, but it also, also, there's so little Lando in. Exactly. You know. Mm-hmm. In the movies, it's not like he doesn't have as hard of a job. You know, first of all, he looks good as the part. You know what I mean? Like you also, can look, he's a you can, actor. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But you can look at him and be like, oh, you know what? I can see this person turning into Lando. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. look they're pretty similar. Right. Han Solo, like this other dude is not. And first of all, like <laughs> I could see this person running a hot dog cart. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Ah. When he talks about how he wants to be the best pilot and all that, yeah. I'm just yeah, it sure. Feel well, this is what I want to say. So Han Solo. From the research I've been doing, and where's the attitude? There's some stuff coming out on Entertainment Weekly. They're doing a big write up this week, and they've been releasing pieces. Some they've released some photos today too. Mm-hmm. Part of the story is that this is a younger, less uh, less cynical, more idealistic. Version. Oh, so it's like oh, so this is like not Han Solo oh, then? So it's just different. Cool. Um, what I was trying to come up with when the fake trailer comes out, not the fake trailer, or the, the honest trailer comes out, like what, okay. what names they're going to, uh, <laughs> what was the one I came up with? Oh, shh. It was so good. Um, um, f- 
like fraud. Harrison Fraud. F- Harrison Fraud. Yeah, that's what that was it. <laughs> Harrison Fraud. Uh, um, I good. think I, I think uh, good for you. Glad we got that. From from the start, I've been saying that I, I just don't like the idea of a young Han Solo movie, and I think at first they thought that was the way to go is to do like because there was you know talks of a Boba Fett movie. There's been talks of a o- Obi Wan movie. And I think maybe maybe in the middle of this and all the problems it's had and a, and a lot of the feedback that's hit from it, mm-hmm. I think maybe they're figuring out like maybe getting like all these prequels isn't the way to go. Maybe we need to branch out and just do new characters in the Star Wars universe, which is kind of what they're. It seems like maybe that's what they're doing: dropping these prequel things. Yeah, well, and I heading think, into. See, I don't think. I don't think it necessarily has much to do of like prequel or sequel. I just think it's these are characters we've already met, we already know, and yeah. nobody is ever sitting around going, "Man, it would just be so cool if somebody else played Han Solo. We got to see how him and Chewbacca <laughs> met." Yeah, like, do that in a comic book, you know? Do that in a in a novel. But like, if you're gonna put in two hundred million dollars and another whatever half a billion into marketing, like. Let's get something new and original. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, before we move on, though, let's actually talk about some of the stuff we see in the trailer. Like aesthetically, I think it looks pretty good. Like, like, we say all that, but I would watch a movie with just Donald Glover. That's like a strictly uh, a Lando centric movie. So well, I know I'm just throwing I, that I, out I there. You would. I, I'd be I okay know with you that. Would. Okay. All right. You need You're a towel? Right. No, I'm fine. Okay. All right. Um, there's a lot of reasons why this movie could be great. If we can get past the, um, just the initial, like, his voice isn't deep enough. And mm-hmm. where's the swagger? And like Abby said in our uh, Wookiees of Cookies, you know, Han Solo is oozing charisma. Like, where's this man's ooze kind of deal? But um, aesthetically, it looks good to me. Uh, the Khaleesi, Amelia Clark, mm-hmm. as Kira. Yeah, I think she looked like she looks like a Star I've heard Wars uh, Blade Runner be dropped. Some people have mentioned, which right. I agree with, like the aesthetics and stuff with like the gold. And uh, one of the things I that I really it. think is cool is the Millennium Falcon in its original state. It's pristine and it's like it look, it's all white on the inside. Yeah, yeah, um, that's cool like, to see. It's like it when is. I got my car and then like two weeks later, it looked like how the Millennium Falcon looks now. Yeah. Uh, and Woody Harrelson. I mean, we know that part of the plot of this movie is Woody Harrelson is a villain and he's getting this group together to perform this heist. It's like a heist movie, like an Ocean's Eleven type of thing. I think that, cool. I, think it, I think it can work. <laughs> cool, that's what everybody Jesus wants heisted. to see. Ocean's Eleven, cool. Yeah. Well, I said that. Um, there is a new droid in this movie. There is, you're going to get a lot of the same Star Wars stuff. I'm sure, I don't think it's going to be, as one of our friends said, a trash fire. I don't. I ho- I'm holding out some hope for But it. I do think mm. that Jake's like, mm, it might be a trash We'll see. Fire. It could be. I mean, um, it could be. We don't, we don't know. Yeah, my fire. investment level, like, I'm backing away, like, a, a safe distance at this point. Like, I don't want to expect too much because I don't want to get hurt. I think when you're not dealing with through the, the Last Jedi, so. When you're not dealing with the Skywalker saga, you got to mm-hmm. bring the heat. Because mm-hmm. people like right. the Skywalker saga. People like lightsabers. People like the scroll. You know, like, you, you're going to have to do something really uh new and interesting and fun and by redoing Han Solo uh or or introducing him as a younger character with a different actor 
you're you're kind of against the eight ball. Like there's certain. Well, we'll move on here in a second because we're going to be talking about Han Solo a lot over the next couple months. It's just dangerous territory. There's certain characters that you just would. They're hard to buy. Like, Star Trek pulled it off, I think, but then again, I'm not a hardcore Star Trek fan. Maybe they didn't. Maybe a, a Star Trek fan would be able to come in here and tell me why they got Kirk and Spock so wrong. But could you guys imagine, like, another actor playing Peter Venkman? No, yeah. You know? It'd be weird, like, yeah. Right? Yeah, you're talking about how hard it is when it's, like, the actor's performance. You can't really separate that from the character when it's kind of, like, an indelible exactly. thing. Exactly. And it's different, like I was saying off-air, like, with Obi-Wan, it's different because when we first met Obi-Wan, he was older. So when you see him younger, it's new, it's fresh, but, like, what, what you know. Obi-Wan is also sort of like Lando in the fact that he there's not a whole lot of him. Right. The mm-hmm. old old Obi Wan. There's just there's just not that much of him. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I think that the trailer. What there's been so little marketing. What I was wondering is how many people watching the Super Bowl who are just casual movie fans are seeing this trailer going, "What is this? I, I did not know <laughs> this was a thing." Yeah. Um, right. So so cool. We'll move on. We've been we've been uh, we've been talking about Star Wars a lot over the last couple of months. There's a lot more to come, and I guess we'll all wait and see. Uh, overall, though, I didn't think it was a bad trailer. I'm just worried about the lead. That is, mm-hmm. that is what I, I agree. That's I agree with that. That's what I say. All in the same boat. Um, well, as we uh, come to the end of our fuck budget, I think I heard a faint siren in the back. So there, mm-hmm. that just negates maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, conversation so. about how good uh, Valdosta is doing. <laughs> Valdosta is not doing so good. <laughs> not so good. Um, so yeah, we we didn't cover all the trailers. We didn't talk about Westworld, but that trailer was great. That trailer will be back in April, mm-hmm. and. Uh, then tomorrow, the Venom trailer is being released. Oh, dude, yeah. I'm excited about that. Tom Hardy. Uh-huh. Man. Well, you don't need to say any more. I feel like <laughs> I feel like that movie kind of came out of nowhere. Like, they announced it, filmed it, wrapped it up. Yeah, wasn't it filming in Atlanta yeah, at some point filmed. recently? Yeah. That's so. how they do it. Wham, bam. Um, so we'll, it'll be interesting to see how Sony's first attempt, or I should say latest attempt, at franchise filmmaking <laughs> goes. Yeah. Um, and it always feels like it's their first attempt. Uh, but Jumanji did great. We shouldn't make fun of our overlords. Yeah, we love them. We love them. We love you, Sony. We love you, Sony. Love you like a dad. <laughs> dad that left town. It'll be just like our dad. <laughs> All right. So. Yes. We mentioned this earlier. Mm-hmm. We've talked a lot about, uh, we've talked about Cloverfield on the podcast before. We've talked yep. about our love of secret sequels. Do yes. you guys remember the last time we got secret sequeled? Oh, uh, God, what was it? Uh, was it Cloverfield? Was it Cloverfield? <laughs> it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was it Cloverfield. Might have been Clo- what was it? I think it was the Blair Witch Project. The new one. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah. It was Blair okay. Witch. Yeah. Uh, did you guys we, ever end up seeing that? Yeah, we did a whole yeah. episode. Remember? <laughs> no. Jake. We do a whole episode on that? Come on, maybe, Jake. Maybe, Jake, I, uh, maybe I maybe I pushed it out of my head. In the tree. So this podcast is Jake's been wandering you. out on the mountain in the dark. So many episodes. Although episodes. we did watch Drive last night. Dude, Jake, we did. Did you like it? Yes. It made me Good, wonder. Right? It made me think about Baby Driver and like question which because there's some similarities but like i really really liked drive like i i've obviously known that there was like the mondo 
print from Drive that's like been chased heavily for a long time. And I was listening to the soundtrack over the last couple of weeks to Drive, and I was like, I really like these songs. I may as well just watch the movie. So, Jake, we used your Voodoo account. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. We cool. appreciate that. Yeah, and you only had it in standard Ten bucks. Uh, definition, so we bought it. We yeah. rebought it on your Voodoo account. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that'll be good. Ryan Gosling was worth. Ryan Gosling was good. So. Also, I can't believe that movie came out in a. Uh, 2011. 2011 yeah i would have yeah. guessed it was like two years ago yeah so uh but we're not here to talk about that no but we are here to talk about secret sequels we knew mm-hmm. cloverfield was coming out we knew that there was a movie called god particle that was going to be cloverfield 3 uh it was originally slated to be released like last november and then they pushed it back to february and then we talked about it maybe in our last episode or two episodes ago that netflix had bought the rights uh, yeah. for distribution and that it would be coming out in April. Mm-hmm. Um, and Liars. That's a lot. Yeah, we said that in our last episode. So, <laughs> uh, Not true. So just to revisit that, I, I think we were all a little like, okay, well, this is interesting. I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. At least we're We were still... skeptical because, yeah, it sounded like there were some issues with like – Yeah, it editing. sounded like trouble. Yeah. Well, one of the things that came out was that they were saying that it needed some, uh, like, work, some, you know, post, uh, what do they call some it? Some direction, yeah. Some some fixing. Yeah. And uh, that J.J. Abrams was going to be tied up with episode nine and that the, he just wasn't going to be able to put the work into it that it needed, so they were going to release it on Netflix. And Anyways, that all went out the window because rumor uh, started swirling Sunday afternoon that Netflix was not only going to have a trailer for Cloverfield – but that it would be released on Netflix directly after mm-hmm. the game. The the way this went down, I, I kind of so like we're we're all watching the Super Bowl together, right? Yeah. And God, I never thought I'd hear that sentence. Just getting well, down to some sports. I'm pretty sure we did the same thing last year. Oh yeah, yeah. once a year I trick you guys. This year was more <laughs> fun though. It was. Fun. <laughs> yeah. We had vegan cake this year. You did, but. What was what was funny about it is, Craig, you got like a text from somebody and it was like the text was like, oh, what what's up with these Cloverfield rumors? And we had no idea what right. they were talking about. And you looked it up and it was like, oh, there's a rumor Cloverfield's being released tonight. And I feel like it was less than five minutes later. We got the trailer. Right. Mm-hmm. And when the first and trailer it, came out. It didn't say tonight. It said coming very soon. Yeah, yeah, coming very soon. And we, me and you immediately were like, it's it's happening. This is happening. Yeah. You know what's funny? We're so cynical and skeptical, but like for some reason when it comes to Cloverfield, we were like, no, yeah, this is Anything's definitely Anything's possible. This is going this yeah. Is- yeah. There's um, like a meme. There's like that meme going around where it was like the first Cloverfield, you know, months and months of, of, uh, Speculation. Yeah, speculation and, and rumors. Cloverfield 2 announced a month before it was released. Cloverfield 3, you know, and released and announced in a single night. <laughs> like yes. Cloverfield 4. J.J. Abrams just throws the DVD through your window. Wow. <laughs> no, dude, Cloverfield 4, I guarantee you're not going to know it's Cloverfield 4 till after the movie. <laughs> yeah, you're just going to wake up from it. Yeah. Well, uh, Cloverfield Five. You just realize you're you living Cloverfield. You're Cloverfield. That's actually you it. are in it now. Clover, Cloverfield Six. You just realize you're a monster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and all the ants you step on are people. Makes you oh, think, doesn't it? Man. Cloverfield. 
Cloverfield 7, you see some kind of ad that triggers a memory that's been locked away in your head that makes you remember that you've actually seen Cloverfield 7 20 years ago. It's yes. gonna all, it's gonna come out that all movies are Cloverfield. Just all. They're all in yeah. that ter- like the parallel universe. Hey, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's fine. Um so I'm a big fan of the Cloververse, and I was reading it before we talk about it, I was reading an interview with JJ Abrams today, and they were talking a little bit about how this all came about. And basically, they had a meeting. And once they sold it to Netflix, in the course of this meeting, they were like, well, what's something cool that we could do? And somebody jokingly was like, we just put it up right after the Super Bowl. And they all laughed. And then they were like, okay, we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's amazing. Dude, yeah. That's amazing. And there's also, so it was, it came out last week that the fourth Cloverfield has already been filmed and it's a World War II movie that shot under the title Overlord. Overlord, yeah. Um, and that it's going to come out this fall. Okay. Um, it's it's set for an October 26th release in the okay. theater. Okay. So, by Cloverfield standards, that means it'll be on Hulu yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Check it. It's there now. And they've been toying with, like, J.J. Abrams says he really wants to do a Cloverfield Western. And they've also toyed the, with the idea of doing a romantic comedy. So I'm, in, I'm into yeah. all. So... What so, a romantic Western comedy. A romantic Western. I think that already exists. It's mm-hmm. called Wild Wild West. Oh. And it has just been confirmed. Wild Wild West. The Cloverfield. All right. Okay, Wait, that movie does end with a giant spider, spider creature is. thing. Yes, so. which was supposed to be in the Superman movie. There it is. That never fact. happened. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So that's the setup. It was like the world was speaking to us. New Cloverfield movie. <laughs> You guys, we're going to watch a movie already. You're now watching Cloverfield 3. Let's make our dinners. Let's sit down and I'm watch like, this. Dude, thing. we're eating that cake. Now, a lot of people watched it. The reviews are really bad. Let's just get mm-hmm. all the facts out. The reviews are very bad. Right. A lot of people who have seen it have been very iffy on it. But what, before we even reveal our opinions, the one thing I want to say is that anybody who I've talked to who loves the first two movies really enjoyed this third movie. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Um, so had that being said, get your double diamond, you know, what's out mm-hmm. or FBs, your FBs, <laughs> Jacob Walsh. What did you think of, uh, Clover? Wait, we haven't told, we haven't said what it's called. The Cloverfield. <laughs> the Cloverfield. Um, I, I really liked it. I, I, I do think, um, so, I mean, first of all, it was such a a weird experience to go through like, hey, it's it's tonight. Like we wa- we started watching this movie without even seeing a trailer pretty much because yeah. the the 30 second ad that they posted only had like only half of the clips were from this movie. The other half were from the first Cloverfield. Right. And it was more like, a, hey, this is happening tonight kind of thing. It wasn't like a trailer. So. We're going into a Cloverfield movie, which we already know to expect it to be weird. And maybe, you know, we don't know if it's going to tie into the first one, the second one, either one of them. We don't know. Um, We don't know. Mm -hmm. We don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I I do think the first half of the movie was a little better than the second half. It almost has kind of a tone shift. The first half of the movie is very much like a horror film. Mm -hmm. There's like weird shit happening. There's like some 
body horror going on. There's like it, there's some gross stuff. I like just some things that I, I wouldn't expect from from the movie. And then it, it kind of transforms into a little bit of an action film the last half. But I thought it was really enjoyable. I, I think it adds some good stuff to like the lore of the Cloverfield franchise. Um, and also, I guess we should just go ahead and say it. The fucking Cloverfield monster is in this movie. Yeah. Like it's there. Yeah. It's not there a lot, but it's, it's not like a but, loose thread. It's like, in but there. it's there. It's mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. I would have thought it was good, more, but yeah, I agree with you, Jake. Um, I'm right there with you with like the, the surprise factor. Cause we were all caught off guard by it. I was super excited because we'd all been hanging out all weekend and we'd had like a really fun day and we had a bunch of treats in the refrigerator and it was like perfect for us to sit down and watch a movie together. So it was really cool also to like have that experience of like a new movie on Netflix in your house. Like you feel like you're kind of getting away with something. So I was really pumped to sit down and watch the movie. And, um, just like you, the first half, like I felt like was a much more solid film than the second half. I felt like there was some weird plot stuff going on with like kind of the B plot. Um, like, uh, the kid character that was with, like, the husband back on Earth kind of stuff, I felt like I got lost a little bit, um, and I, but I loved the beginning of it. I really liked the, the horror aspect. I liked, um, some of the grisly, gruesome, like, gore, and I thought that, like, there was some, like, alien or aliens vibes going on. I didn't think that, I know, Jake, you mentioned someone said that it was, like, a ripoff of Alien. I don't think that it was a ripoff. No. I mean, it was in the fact that it was a movie. Yeah. It was a movie. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, whenever, whenever the guy who, um, (laughs) the guy, this made me laugh because I remembered the line that happens right after this. Uh The guy who, who, the guy who explodes and is like bodies full of the worms. Oh yeah. Uh Um, you know, when that started to happen, I was like, Oh cool. Something's going to burst out of his chest. I was like, please don't do this. And you know, they didn't do that. They just had him explode. Uh, and the dude's like, we found the worms. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dowd's very funny. I like Chris Dowd is very funny. And you know what? There's some Daniel Brule who, who was in Inglorious bastards and also, um, captain America. What is that? Winter soldier or, Uh Or is it Civil War? He's in Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, he like there's some very good actors in this movie. You know, it's like it, it was good. Um, mm-hmm. Let's you, Craig, what did you think? Well, let's, I so I just want we'll talk about the actors. Uh, Elizabeth Debicki, who um, she's also in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yeah. She um, is our friend, our friend in the wall. We'll call her that. Mm-hmm. Um right. I thought that was one of my favorite aspects of this movie. So anytime we can talk about like parallel dimensions, multiple earths, mm-hmm. wormholes, anything like that. Yeah. Schisms you know, and timelines. Rips and... in the space time continuum. Yeah. I'm all about it because I feel like from a science fiction aspect, it touches on, you know, things that are actually theorized in the real world, like parallel dimensions and, you know, multiple universes coexisting and all that kind of stuff. So that stuff always has me jazzed. So the fact that that was a major part of this plot and that this directly relates to the other movies and that by, so the plot of the movie, well, let me go ahead and say this. I liked it. I liked it a lot. My first reaction to it was that was different than what I was expecting. I think it's my least favorite of the three, but I definitely enjoyed it. And over the mm-hmm. past couple of days, the more I've thought about it and I've thought about it a lot, it's it's kind of like I want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I I think it's a worthy 
addition to the Cloverfield lore, like you said, Jake, I think that I read an article today that was saying that part of the fun of Cloverfield is you don't really need answers. And even and this movie tries to give some answers. It is. It's the origin story of like how Pandora's box was basically open, like how right. all the monsters and demons came. And I kind of feel like I'm definitely when, when you read reviews and you read, hear people talking about it, <clears throat> excuse me, it, I get that lost vibe where half the people are mad that you're not answering questions and the other half are mad that you're answering questions and they don't like right. the answers. So mm-hmm. I, I think that the fact that we're seeing them basically, um, so the movie was originally, go- <coughs> excuse me, I'm dying. The original, I'm guys, am I the new clover? You okay? You good? Yeah. I just get excited. When are I- you, are you full of worms? I was about to say you're about to explode worms. Uh, I only have one arm right now. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm writing a message. It says, Hey guys, go fuck yourself. Uh, I just need some water. <laughs> Anyways, uh, God particle, right? So the yeah. the the movie was about this particle accelerator that we needed to energy energy, right? We needed to energy. The we world's energy. having an energy crisis. We uh-huh. need to figure out some way to create sustainable energy out of thin air because the entire world's about to go to war with itself over uh, we're running out of our resources. So. Mm-hmm. Um, when the movie was happening and they were going to fire, fire off the uh, particle accelerator. And I kept thinking about Dan Aykroyd. I kept thinking to myself, what if this is a secret Ghostbusters movie? Because <laughs> if you remember the build up to Ghostbusters three, that didn't happen. Dan Aykroyd kept saying, Oh, well, you know, we got a lot of research going on at Columbia university where, you know, they're studying a particle acceleration. It's really cool stuff happening out there. And, and I just, I, it, I got sad for a second. But once I got past the Ghostbusters thing, I thought the idea of the movie was super cool and super timely. And seeing them up on this mission, they're in space for two years. I kind of felt th- I felt that connection that she had with her, the, the main actress. Yeah, uh, it was really well acted, too. Um, Ava had with her husband on mm-hmm. Earth. And when you learn that they had lost two kids and it was her fault, basically... Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. came to play in the plot. I really enjoyed it. I really, really did. So um, the fact that this movie can exist as it almost feels like we're going to get a lot more Cloverfield movies. And this will be the one movie you can keep coming back to going all the weird shit that happens in these Cloverfield movies can kind of be explained by the fact that they went up there. They ripped a hole in the, you know, in space, basically. Mm-hmm. And that started the ball rolling we now have monsters and demons and aliens appearing in multiple universes multiple earths different multiple timelines, times yeah in yeah. the future in the past yeah and jake I- you said you did some like research on the timeline stuff yeah because you know it is a little like when you're watching the movie it is a little confusing but that um you know if you listen to the guy before they before they uh even do the experiment closer to the film there's a, there's like a guy on the news and he's right. He's like war- also. By the way, that guy's last name is the same last name of John Goodman's character in Cloverfield Ten oh, Cloverfield Lane. That's interesting. I didn't know so that. like, yeah, we don't. Who knows? But anyway, like he's basically saying like, hey, you know, this kid, this could fuck shit up. It could cause it could cause things to happen in alternate realities, alternate dimensions, other Earths, and he's basically just explaining. Cloverfield, like the Cloverfield movies, like people, 
some people are confused like, oh, well, this movie's in the future. Why is there a monster at the end? Because the first Cloverfield movie takes place in 1998 or, I don't know, 2000 and whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because it's not the same. It's not the same Cloverfield monster. It's not the same reality. Like, in, in the reality of this movie, the Cloverfield thing didn't, first Cloverfield didn't happen. Right. 10 Cloverfield Lane didn't happen because they're different realities. Right. This, th- in this world, this reality, this uh, experiment that fucked everything up is, is causing shit to happen all over the place. So, mm-hmm. and I like to think of it as like Cloverfield movies can kind of be like the twilight zone where you've got these unexplainable uh, paranormal events happening mm-hmm. or monsters or kaiju or whatever and it almost like this movie serves as like this movie is the loose connection that can connect all of those movies together mm-hmm. you right have 50 cloverfield movies that don't necessarily have a linear connection maybe they do maybe they don't but you can go back to this event and this movie and say the reason why this is happening is this. Yes. Exactly. But all of these movies, like, beyond just, like, plot-wise, they thematically have a lot of the same feelings of, like, tension and really good horror, like, escaping scenes and stuff like that. So I think that there's there's a good reason to watch them either way, like, beyond just that connection. Like, this movie felt in an, a good way, like the other movies, like, at their best. So right. Now, what do you guys think... Um, this movie obviously was originally being made not as a Cloverfield movie, and it was kind of adopted and adapted into a Cloverfield movie. There was a, apparently extensive reshoots to kind of shore up that stuff. I kind of wish that they would be commissioning a writer's room to have people come up with original Cloverfield concepts going forward. Not that I think that this is a necessarily bad way to do it, but I think if you got some really creative people, up and coming writers, people that are hungry to write this kind of fiction, uh, that maybe we can even get better. Like keep them going, but keep make them, you know, make the series even stronger than it is. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, I agree with you. It's all. I think it's always better to. It, it's always. We talked about this when Ten Cloverfield Lane came out because they because that was the exact same thing. That wasn't originally a Cloverfield movie either, and they changed. Yeah. The whole like the ending is completely different, mm-hmm. you know, to to make it a Cloverfield film, and right. I think it I think it works. There there are times when that kind of thing doesn't work, but I mean, if somebody if somebody wants if they want to hire a writer to do it, then that's great, and maybe they will. Like their their plans are to keep going. Um, I don't know if I don't know if Overlord is. What, do we know if that was written as a Cloverfield movie or adapted? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It could have been a Saving Private Ryan sequel. Um, <laughs> oh, it still could be. It still could be. I still gotta get him, dude. No we shit. need guys. Me neither. We, so we, I was like, I don't know if he was saved or not. We need Tom Hanks in a Is Cloverfield okay? movie. Yeah, I'm just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd watch it. So listen, um, there's a lot of Cloverfield the universe has a lot of theorizing and theories, just like Lost, just like other shows that we've been into in the past. Jake, how deep into that uh, are you getting right now? Into Cloverfield? Yeah. I mean, it's, dude, it's it's the same thing that happened. They, Clover, I think, I think one of the things that's going very well for, for this franchise is, 
they don't have to. We talked about this. There was no, you know, promotion, no trailers for this movie or anything. And I feel like I feel like they don't ever have to do that again for a movie because they did it so well with the first Cloverfield. The first Cloverfield has the best like viral marketing, yeah. the vet, the best trailer. It had the best hype of literally any movie I think ever. It was just it was like a perfect you know, storm of, of how things happened. And, and the, when they, when, when they released that very, like, that's not something you do. Like, have you ever seen a trailer for a movie and then the trailer was done and you didn't have a title? You didn't know what was happening. You didn't have actors. You, you had no fucking clue except for that. It looked insane. Like they don't do that. They don't do that. Teasers still tell you, a teaser still tells you exactly when the movie's coming out and what what at least what the movie's fucking called. Cloverfield, when the Cloverfield trailer came out, it didn't even have a title. It didn't even say Cloverfield. It was just yeah. like it, it had a it had a it had like a date and that was it. And right. uh and the speculation was insane. Yeah. And it was crazy. And it yeah. was crazy. But it was so it was so good and it, that people were still people still remember that. And that's the reason People were like, "Oh fuck, Cloverfield three is coming out tonight." It, it's it's because that's still in everybody's head with with how good that was, and then they they just they've topped it. They've literally topped it every time. They they do something crazy with their release every single time. Like I mean, when Ten Cloverfield Lane came out, it was literally like, "Oh fuck, Clover, Cloverfield two, we're gonna see it in a month." Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was back when you had to wait a month to see a movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. I, I still say the first Cloverfield is the most like, okay, I've watched movies my whole life. I've been stressed during movies. I've gotten scared during movies. I've laughed. I've cried. Cloverfield is the only movie I've ever sat through and had legitimate anxiety the entire movie. <laughs> it is so, the I can't, I feel bad for anybody who didn't get the experience of seeing that after the buildup and the mystery and to see that in theaters and not really know what you're getting into and like halfway through that movie, like you somehow are just picturing yourself as these characters, like yeah. in abandoned skyscrapers, the rock. Um, I've brought up skyscrapers so many times tonight uh, and being chased by this Kaiju. And it's just like, and then the end with the thing coming the down to the water. Ride, yeah. And now that this movie kind of harkens back to that, it's just awesome. Yeah. Right. It's just awesome. Um, Abby, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You read a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a guy that asked you this recently. Mm-hmm. He said, you read a I lot? Say, I don't really? Um, mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. There are some people that are arguing that this movie, by revealing what it revealed, kind of kills some of the mysterious elements of the Cloverfield series. So therefore, uh, to, to bring it back to something we talk a lot, like if, if there was a... a a new shining book that just revealed the actual reasons why the Overlook Hotel is the way it is. Does it do that in the first one? I mean, there's like Indian burial ground stuff of like, there's angry ghosts that like, maybe my example wasn't great. What I'm saying is, do you lose something by giving away like Native American? By giving away Native Americans. Yes. (laughs) You can say that. Okay. I don't know if you can. I don't know. It's okay. Uh, everybody, everything's fine. It's okay. uh, the question is, mm-hmm. do you do you take some of the mystique away or the mystery by, by explaining a backstory painstakingly or like going in too far? 
Um, I don't, if you're a real fan, I don't think that you should <laughs> complain because it's like, if you love something, you want to know more in some ways. Um, I think too, I think giving too much is like a, a mistake. I think that less is more when it comes to monsters or villains and, but it, it depends if it's a good story or if it's an interesting story or if it adds to it, then, then why not? Like I, I wouldn't make an argument against that. But I do think that when it comes to suspense and terror and horror, like not knowing as much and it just being accepted that it's fucked up is like more terrifying as a, than having everything explained out to you. Right. So, but that, so do you think this movie, like, cause I don't, I feel like this movie adds to the story, but it didn't necessarily like explain everything. No. It didn't. It doesn't. No. It's, I didn't come out ahead. with answers from it in any way. No. Uh, but it's cool to see like, Oh, this kind of ties things up and makes reference to events that I care about. So that, in right. that's cool. The most interesting thing is when people are like, well, this doesn't, you know, what about 10 Cloverfield Lane? Like that movie makes no sense. And I was like, ah, are you that, is that how you think about things? Like, cause to me it, it makes so much sense that that's just another parallel dimension. And mm-hmm. what they're getting is an alien invasion mm-hmm. and yeah. like other dimensions are getting, you know, the Cloverfield monster. And I'm sure other dimensions like, you know, chicken soup's not a thing. They just they take away chicken they soup. They just don't have it. Mm-hmm. They just don't have it. Okay. <laughs> Nobody has impossible burgers. Oh. They, oh, so that's the one we're in. We're, yeah, that's that's what, our that's Cloverfield. We're in. That's our Cloverfield. Um, and I like that because then that's what I was saying when you go back to getting the writer's room and getting people with, like, you know, giant imaginations to tackle these movies. The possibilities are endless. Like, we could see... Uh, a Cloverfield movie where it's just like kaiju or Cloverfield type monsters with, but like a hundred of them tearing, tearing up a city or uh, the possibilities are endless. Like I always right. say. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a straightforward sci-fi flick, taking away all the, the Cloverfield uh, connection, mm-hmm. which you can kind of look at this movie as a standalone as well. How do you think it holds up compared to some of the classics? Like, uh, Alien or The Thing. I think it falls short, like when you compare it to the classics, because like I mentioned, some of the plot stuff um, getting a little muddled or confusing. I think that um, sometimes when you flash, like yeah, I'd probably give like a B. Like a solid well, B. I'll I'll say this though, it might it might fall a little short to some of the classics, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you, it shines above some of the sequels to the classics. Okay. okay. This yeah. was this was a better this was much more enjoyable and I would think I think I might call this a better movie than Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah. I would agree with that. For I, sure. I would agree with that. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it I think it does well at holding its own and it also you know, we we mentioned like when you when you get like a sci-fi space movie, a lot you you think Alien. Like no matter right. what, it might be hard to not get compared to Alien, but the issue that's happening in this movie like the the problem that they're having is that there's no rules for you know physical matter and yeah. crazy shit is ha- like the wall eats somebody's arm and then his mm-hmm. arm is writing a message to them and then someone gets all of a sudden there's a person stuck in a wall and, with like yeah. like that shit is all weird and that's not stuff we see a lot like there's nothing that kind of I I didn't see any of those scenes and I'm like oh well this is like this movie it mm-hmm. it was Holding its own ground, I think. 
Yeah, it was like fresh and skin it crawling. Was, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't until closer to the end when they're trying to basically like outrun an explosion kind of thing. Yeah. That's when it. That's when it starts to fall into like territory you see all the time. But I, Guys, I think I'm officially going to count Lost as canon to Cloverfield. Dude. Okay. It is. Where's hey, that polar bear? Came I bet from? it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whispers in the forest. <laughs> <laughs> Frozen donkey wheel. There they is. got a smoke That's monster. Yeah. Oh, they man. no. They got a John Locke. And it's in Castle Rock. I don't know if you guys ever noticed this. No chicken soup. Uh, yeah. Okay. Or impossible burgers. Okay. But they got like. Didn't they get like chicken biscuits or something or fish uh, biscuits? Oh. Peanut butter. Oh, the little fish biscuits that oh, Sawyer yeah, gets that's when he's Sawyer in the cage. Um. So yeah, I think overall we all enjoyed this movie, and from what I'm. In talking to people, a lot of people just weren't that into it. Um, I was actually surprised to hear that it was like that panned by fans. Yeah, me too. Online when me I heard too. that the next day, because I was like, "Wow, I really enjoyed this. What a treat!" Because it was really, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like a roller coaster ride when it started. I was like, had my like fist up in the air. I think I like jumped a couple times, and it was like I was legitimately like looking around at you guys, like this is a really good movie. I feel really lucky. What's really interesting is this. So I get the vibe that the reason why they sold to Netflix is they had some sort of indication. Well, they, it, the reports came out today that said that J.J. Abrams was not able to get the movie where he wanted it to be. So for whatever reason, they it wasn't up to their standards for a theatrical release. And maybe they just had a feeling like, listen, if we put this out, even if it's decent, if the reviews are really bad, we could be looking at a box office bomb and not only are you losing the move, the money on the movie, you are now risking the future of the franchise. Yeah, mm-hmm. compromising. So brand. Netflix reportedly bought the movie for fifty million dollars, which is, I'll have to look it up real quick, but I bet that Ten Cloverfield Lane did not make much more than fifty million dollars. And the answer is, those are my noises I made. Okay. So, Ten Cloverfield Lane made seventy-two million domestically, another thirty-eight million, so one hundred and ten worldwide. So, this movie made fifty million dollars from the Netflix purchase. I guarantee that they made their budget back plus some, and now Netflix just gets to have it on their platform forever. And mm-hmm. do you know how many people watched this movie that would have just never gone and seen it? Right, a whole yeah. lot. There's probably people who watched it who are now going back and watching the original Cloverfields to see what those are about. Yeah. Right. So I think it's kind of a win for everybody. I agree. Um, the other funny thing is none of the actors knew this was happening until that day. God damn. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. So um, I think this is a memorable one. Like, whether or not the movie's the greatest thing that's ever happened, I think is a little besides the point. The The marketing or lack of marketing, the way it was released, and the instant viral reaction is... Uh, kind of unprecedented and historical yeah. and i was glad to take part of it yeah it catches like wildfire mm-hmm. there's like nothing more exciting than having that little bit of news hit and you text your friends you get in your group message and it's like everyone's watching it together and posting about it like it's a really fun thing to be a part of mm-hmm. so i thought it was special mm-hmm. Uh, great. Mm-hmm. thank you thank you very much thank you cloverfield um <laughs> and i kind of wish more movies would just come to netflix yeah all movies no, I just like all of them. I do like going to the theater, but <laughs> me too. A lot of movies I wish would just go to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, we should, Jake. You have Movie Pass, right? I like going to empty yeah, movie for theaters. Sure. 
you should write movie pass and be like, hey, I was planning on seeing uh, Cloverfield, but it wasn't released in theaters, so you guys owe me money. Yeah. Somehow they owe you money. <laughs> Definitely do. Um, well, cool. Well, we won't go much longer. We covered a lot of ground, covered a lot of trailers, covered mm-hmm. Cloverfield. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll all keep watching Cloverfield and have more. Uh, I'm, I'm about to dig deep into these theories. Yeah. On the Cloververse. There's a subreddit called Cloververse. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I need something to theorize about. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch The Leftovers? I heard that shows mm-hmm. a lot of this. Started it. No. I've heard of it, but I, I never started it. Maybe we should watch that next. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Alias. Alias. Doing it. Leftovers. All right. And then Cloverfield 10, your mom's Cloverfield. <laughs> That's what it's called. All right. So listen, next episode, after this episode, we are going to be talking about our time at Days of the Dead. Yes. Right? yes. Uh, there was a convention in Atlanta. We got a couple interviews for you guys. We talked to Alex Vincent, who played Andy in Child's Play, Child's Play 2, Child's Play, oh, God, what's it called? Resurrection? That's not what it <laughs> Curse. <laughs> Curse. Curse of no, Chucky. No, it's Cult. Cult, cult. cult of Chucky. Chucky. Well, he's got a little cameo in God Curse of Chucky. Curse and Yeah. Cult. Yeah. Curse and Cult. Uh, but then Child's Play Resurrection is the one I'm into. Mm-hmm. Right. Not real. Uh, so we talked to Alex Vincent for a little bit. Cool guy. Got a little bit of insight into what's going on in his life. What's it like to be Andy Barclay? Mm-hmm. Um, talked about Seventh Heaven. Talked about Seventh Heaven for a, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> That's and what then, I um, wanted to talk about. Also really cool, we talked to Brandon Crane and Marlon mm-hmm. Taylor. Yeah, that was cool. Who were young Ben and young Mike in the original 1990 It miniseries. Yeah. Um, Jake got us set up with them. So, Jake, thank you very much. Thanks, Jake. Oh, you're Hey. You're welcome. Thank you. We're welcome. I'm welcome. Thank me. They were really great guys. And what was cool is uh, this is their first con they've ever done. Yeah, um, it was very it was, cool. And it was funny. And you, we'll, we'll, you, know, you guys will hear the interview, and um, so I won't spoil anything. But they're doing another convention in Birmingham. And mm-hmm. we thought, oh, Birmingham. That's great. We'll go. That's like an hour and a half. It's the U.K., Oh. It's Birmingham, <laughs> United Kingdom, England. Just a little convention. Yeah, in, I was right like, I want to step down from Atlanta. I know. <laughs> they're um, but it, apparently they're doing more of the original It cast Sorry members. if you live in Birmingham. It's so, a great... If you great. live in Birmingham, Alabama, we're sorry for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. But if you live in Birmingham, England, is that what it is? Sounds like it. Sure. Yeah. We can just fact uh, check. You'll, you'll, be, you'll be seeing Brandon Crane and Marlon Taylor. So uh, And we'll, we'll plug that and let our international listeners know how to get more information. So that'll be coming up next week. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, happy two-year anniversary. We Thank love you. you guys. We appreciate it. We hope that you stay with us for another, I would guess, two to 14 years. I want to stay two together to forever. Is, what if we podcast for the rest of our lives? What if Fine. we're like 80 years of, welcome to episode 942. Uh God. We're gonna talk about the pudding in the it's home. Eight, we're eighty-seven, and we're and we're talking about Cloverfield three hundred and fifteen. <laughs> That's what I said to a friend of mine. I was like, people who are complaining about this movie, it's two thousand eighteen, and you just got a new Cloverfield movie. Like, calm down. Yeah. Right. Everything's gonna be fine. Right. Yeah. Now, somebody said the same thing to me about Answer the Call. I was like, fuck you, man. <laughs> you don't get it, man. Mm-mm. Ghostbusters isn't a movie; it's a way of life. Yeah, man. dude. Um. Well, cool. Well, we'll see everybody next week. Cool. Don't forget, check Yes Have Some podcast out on Facebook at Yes Have Some. Uh, <laughs> that's not our website. That's not it. That's, that's wrong. not our website. Are we? Yeah, whatever. We own Facebook now. 
Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. And also check out our official discussion group, Yes Have Some Group Therapy. All you got to do is get on Facebook and search Yes Have Some Group Therapy. You'll see. You'll join. You'll Talk just... about your problems. And that's what people do. Yeah. People get stressed on there. It's good. You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at YHS Podcast. And, of course, our official website is yeshavesomecast.com. Anything else before we sign off, folks? No. Done. I'm, I'm done. done. Episode I'm done. We're done. Without you. Two years. Yes. <laughs> cool. Happy two year anniversary, guys. It feels good. Thank you. Two years. Yes, old. Does. We'll all get a big. Do we get a coin or something? God, I won't. Like a a challenge coin? coin? Yeah. A Bitcoin. A Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Please get a Bitcoin. Uh, all right. We'll see everybody next time on Yes Have Some. Thank you very much. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. We love Bye, you. Bye, guys. Bye. Good night.